Welcome back to Gay As In. Welcome back. I did the sing-song voice again. Yes, you did. Well, I'm Steph. I'm gay. I'm Alex. I'm gay. Queer. Whatever. (laughs) What (laughs) ams. Whatever. Did I already say that this was Gay As In? Yes, you did. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to tell you guys again. This is Gay As In. We're here. We're queer. We've got shit to say. Oh, what? Gotta have that. Say, oh. What? Say ah, uh. no, <laughs> absolutely not. You can't tell me what to do. You're not my real mom. I am your dad, though. Uh, no, you are my ex's dad. That's true. So you are my ex father-in-law. Well, <laughs> dad, no longer, motherfucker. Dad, daddy, no be longer, gone. I guess. <laughs> I get. Um, it depends on like the the group of of people. There is one of uh. One of Tanya's best friends who calls me mom. <laughs> so so it really depends on the person. Well, you do have like a parental um, vibe. You could just say that I have a lot of dad energy. Yeah, you do. Big dad energy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. From my sense of humor to the sick jorts I'm wearing right now. <laughs> Do you have some white New Balance sneakers by Absolutely any not. They're homophobic. That's where I draw the line. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Do you have a pair of, like, Keds? No. Only oh. Vans. I'm still gay. <laughs> You're still gay. Who would have thunk? Who would have thought? Do you... <clears throat> so I, like, I don't know. I've always um, identified as gay or, like, lesbian or whatever, but I probably, like... Not that it matters. Guys, labels do not matter. Nope. Label yourself whatever you want. Don't label yourself at all. Who the fuck cares? No one cares except the people who are, like, annoying and care, but it's none of their fucking business. Um, but, like, I probably am more, like, pan only because, like, I'm not opposed to, like, dating trans people and, like, but I don't want to date, like, like, a cis man, you know? Yeah. And I probably, I don't even know, like, I don't know. I probably wouldn't... If, like, I was with somebody who I identified as female, but then, like, transitioned to male, I think I I would probably be okay with that, but I don't see myself, like, meeting a trans man just because, like, they're still a man. Well, yeah, know? that's so exactly like, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to date a man, but if it's um, if, if if I'm already with that person, mm-hmm. and I love that person as a person, sure. Then I think that's a different story. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm like I'm probably more pan, but like it really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, and There's like no I, one... you know, women and non-binary people. Yeah, like, like who cares? Yeah. Like whatever. 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 Yeah, hear that, guys? Whatever. Whatever. Whatever the fuck you want or don't identify at all. Who the fuck cares? We don't. I we don't care. Listen, I don't give a shit what you identify as, but I will respect it. I don't give a fuck what you identify as. Just be a good person, goddammit. Yeah, don't be an asshole. It's like those people who, like, I do agree with this in a sense, but also it's like, 
it's more of an excuse for them to be like racist but those people who are like listen like i don't care what skin color you are if i don't i just don't like if you're an asshole i don't like you so like if there's a black person that's being an asshole yeah i'm gonna like be an asshole to them it's like you're just saying that because you're probably just really rude to some black people like probably yeah (laughs) or some other people of color sorry one second just gonna plug in my laptop yeah it's kind of like how like listen caitlin jenner sucks ass not in the good way but like i'm not gonna misgender her or whatever yeah yeah you're gonna be you're against her as a person not as a trans person just as a person in general yes looks like i'm not wearing pants it really does look like you're not wearing (laughs) pants my shorts are very short so that's probably i'm always recording in my pajamas yeah yeah i'm always in my jam jams I don't I really don't like get dressed until I leave the house you know like I don't if I don't have a reason to like go outside then I'm I'm just gonna stay in my pajamas I'm like 100% with you and then I stay in my pajamas all day and then I switch into new pajamas exactly yeah because then you like sweat and like your like skin like it's just gross so then yeah you're sweating then your skin (laughs) what the fuck your skin, like your skin, <laughs> flakes off onto your clothes. I mean, I, I kind of understood what you said. It was just like how you said it <laughs> that really just got me. Sweat um, and skin. Yeah, because like I'll, you know, I'll be in like my PJs all day if I don't have to leave the house, and then like I'll work out, and then just like you know, I switch it up. Yeah. 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 You gotta switch it up. Mhm. 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 Speaking of hygiene, uh, we were gonna talk about <laughs> being a teen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a very teenagers good are disgusting. Segue. Teenagers are gross. Teenagers <laughs> and I, are so fucking gross. Like I can't blame I can't blame teens for being gross because like being a teen is weird. Like yeah. suddenly suddenly you smell weird mm-hmm. and you have to start doing all of this hygiene stuff that you never had to do before. Mm-hmm. Like putting on deodorant, for instance. Mm-hmm. Shaving, shaving. Yeah, well, if you want to. It's funny, I didn't, yeah, it's true, like, you don't have to shave everybody. Um, It's funny that, like, I remember my friends were so jealous of me because I did not grow armpit hair until I was, like, 19 years old. That's wild. I shit you not. I had bald-ass armpits until I was, like, out of high school. (laughs) So you're still going through puberty. (laughs) Still going through puberty. Yes. My friends were always like that's not fair like look how hairy my armpits are and you don't have to shave at all like i don't know dude they just don't grow yeah and then one day i was like huh that's a long hair and then i was like ah shit another long hair god (laughs) damn i gotta start shaving my pits now and like i know people okay so i'm getting ahead of myself here yes um uh i have an issue with society as we all should um, yes. <laughs> I've got a lot of issues with society. Yes. I feel as if I shave, like, I shave my entire body because I want to feel like a fucking seal, you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why? Why a I just, seal? Because they're silky and, like, it's just, it's nice, it's soft, and I like it. Not because <laughs> society is telling me that I need to be hairless. I just like it. Like, even, like, I'll even use those little tiny razors and, like, shave, like, my face to mm-hmm. exfoliate. It's mostly for exfoliating, but also it gets the little peachy fuzzes off. Yeah. Um, and I'll clean up my eyebrows a little bit too sometimes. Um, but which is actually what those face razors are for for eyebrows. Yeah. But I, I um, actually I started doing that a while ago. I saw 
Chelsea Handler said something about how um, she does all the time to like exfoliate her face, and I'm like, that's a good idea. Yeah, we love exfoliating yeah. here. And then my face is soft, so it's like, why not shave the rest of my body? And then like when my arm hair grows back, it's like little tiny like. Boop, 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 boop. It's weird. Yeah, I always thought it was wild that like, I remember for like a while that people like shaved their arms in nice. like the the teen the teen times and i was like why the fuck am i also sha-? like i like shaving like every inch of my body it takes way too much time there's nothing wrong with having so arm hair there there is nothing wrong with having any hair on your body yeah, if you like, don't want to shave and if you're fine with it don't fucking do it i don't, just like imagine that like at the, at the end of like shaving your entire body you just like put on moisturizer and you're like i'm pure <laughs> i'm a seal i'm yeah. a pure seal yeah, you're like, I, just, I, I could go so fast if I was swimming right now. <laughs> I don't even, like, do the whole slip and slide thing. I just, like, throw my body down the road. Yeah, you, you <laughs> like, just, like, cover yourself in, like, moisturizer or some kind of body lotion, and then you just zoom off into the sunset. <laughs> That's how I get my job done so quickly. I don't even drive. I just, like, put a backpack on with my fucking packages, and I just... I mean, how do you even, like, hold things? Like, I imagine that things are just slipping out of your hands constantly. <laughs> So, okay, funny story. Not really funny story. My hands are very dry because I handle cardboard all day long. So all the cardboard, like, absorbs the moisture in my hands. So my hands are not seal-like. I do not have seal hands, which (laughs) I'm actually... Your entire body is seal-like, and then your hands are just, like, fucking sandpaper, (laughs) and you're like, guys, check this out. And you, like, put your hand on, like, a chalkboard, and it screeches. Like, you don't even do your nails. It's just your hand. (laughs) Uh, hold on one second. I don't know. I might have right? to close that door. Right, what's happening? I might have to close that door. Yeah. Um, maybe not. Whatever. Who cares? Um, so, <clears throat> so um, yeah, I like to feel like a seal, and I do it like for me, not for and and like. Obviously, I'm not like doing it for a partner because I'm single and I like it that way. So, like, I just like to feel. <laughs> I just like to be soft. People learned in the last episode that you like it that way. Yes, I do. <clears throat> Except, um, I need a sugar mama, so I'm still taking applications, ladies. I'm sure there's a website for that. I'm sure like some rich older lesbian lawyer would love to pay for your two cats. I would love for that to happen. Except lawyers are scary, which I mean that can be kind of hot, I guess. I, I was know. like waiting for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can probably get down with that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm 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 open to like professions. Could you imagine if like you know as you're open to professions? <laughs> you're like I want to. I'm open to any profession. Grave digger, astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was gonna say that, like, could you imagine if all of a sudden, like, a bunch of little videos started to, like, pop up in our Google Meet, and it's, I had started a dating game for you? Oh my god, you just went to the local nursing home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, are you interested in dating my friend? Sick. Somebody help her with her laptop. I'm gonna head back to my house. (laughs) So we can get this Google Meet going. They cannot help me. They're in their 90s. They don't know how to help me with my laptop. No, no, no. I'm saying that somebody at the nursing home has to help them with their laptops. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Although maybe they would be able to help you with your laptop. 
I mean, probably at this point, like I am, I'm getting better. Now that I have a laptop that works, I'm getting used to like, and now that I'm playing the Sims on a laptop and not on my Xbox, I know like the control, like the um, sticky keys and stuff uh-huh. is like, I'm learning those things. Yeah. Who knew yeah. that the Sims was a, was a teaching game? That it was an informational mm-hmm. experience for you? Who fucking knew? Not me. I know now. Speaking of which, did you play The Sims as a teen? I did. Yeah. I've been playing The Sims since... Probably since The Sims 2. And I don't know if um, Herb Sims in the City came out before or after The Sims 2. I think that was the first one I played. It's the best one. I wish that I could get... Th- I could probably get that on the PC. You, you could probably. Do you... I know that I might be asking a lot with this question. Do you have a Steam account? I have an Orb... Uh, what is the O one? Hold on. Origin? It's Origin, yes. Yeah. I have that. I don't have Steam. Yeah, Steam's where, it, Steam's where it's at. Oh, never mind then. Yeah. Because I had the option of getting a Steam account or a... What was the other one? Origin. Origin. That's, Origin. that's specifically EA's platform, I'm pretty sure. Are the men inside your house? <laughs> no. I don't know if it's the dog or the cat. I'm just gonna close that door. Yeah, just close the door. Ugh, excuse me. Oh, sorry, Penny. Hold on, please. Hold, please. Penny. Penny, hi. <laughs> Penny. Penny, I know you can hear me. You have better hearing than Steph does. Oh. Now that I close my door, it's coming from outside, and it is the men. <laughs> it is the men, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they must have been on break or something, because, like, they stopped doing road work, but now it's, yeah, it's 12.01, so they probably went on lunch from 11 to 12. Well, at least we got a little bit of time without the men in the background. The men in the background. Men at work. I come from Lenda Nanda. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Would you like to continue? You look concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Always just a little bit concerned. Yeah. Um, yes, I would like to continue. Not with the song. Um, Sims, Herbs, and this. Yes. So as a teen, I did play The Sims. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, like, I don't know. I went through. My God, it's so loud. It is so loud out there. Yeah, no, that's actually like really loud. What the fuck? What are they doing? Road work. Like, I don't even know... I hate everybody. This is why I'm a miserable bitch all the time. Because people are doing their job, I guess. That's why I'm a miserable bitch. I don't <laughs> because know. Because people are existing alongside you. That's exactly what it is. Like, I just want everyone to go away. Are they, Sorry. like, blasting music? Like, I don't know what it is. It's, um, I can't see out my window because my TV is in front of it, and in this window there's a giant maple tree. Um, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're, like, tearing up the cement so they can, um, like, pave it. So there's a lot of, like, I don't know, big machine noises. Um, but anyway, um, I went through, like, weird various stages as a teen, like, Mm -hmm. I was like a really bad middle schooler and then I was 
more respectful as like a high schooler but I also like were doing things that I should not have been doing yeah but I was doing them like responsibly and well no I was not doing them responsibly never mind (laughs) I did nothing responsible as a teen I but like I like school so okay so in middle school I was like I was a really bad kid like two teachers and like I was doing a lot of things that I should not have been doing at that Mm -hmm, age mm -hmm. um but then like once I went to high school like I was more respectful to like my teachers and like authority but I was still doing things like mostly outside of (laughs) actually never (laughs) when I (laughs) so we had this going we had this janitor (laughs) we had this janitor named Sorrow and when I was in high school, this was even middle school, like, I was a fucking, like, probably almost a legal adult at this age, and I I would throw lunch meat at the clock and at the walls, and be like, hey, Sorrow, guess what time it is? Baloney time! And I would just throw lunch meat at the fucking clock. What the the fuck, dude? (laughs) And then he would make me, I would have to, like, get up on chairs and, like, collect the lunch meat, and I fucking sliced cheese stuck to the walls in the hallway. Oh Why my would God. you do that? Because I was an idiot. Because I was a teenager. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I was also a teen at some point. I never did shit like that. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I clearly had some issues going on. It was just fun. I was out of control. I don't know. It was a fun time. I would also show up to my, um, I don't know if. Like, I know, like, you guys had state exams, but we had, um, the regents, our regents exams, which I'm pretty sure was only a New York State thing. Um, so it was just our state testing, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd have it in the middle of a semester or whatever, then at the end of the semester, I would show up to my midterms either still extremely drunk and or high or so incredibly hungover to the point where, like, I thought I was going to die and, like, haven't slept yet. Mm-hmm. Because every time we would have state exams, I would throw huge parties in my basement, and like all my friends would come over, and we would get fucking trashed, and then go do our exams. That's that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I don't know how I survived high school. Like I don't know how I passed. I barely graduated. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I... it was rough. I didn't start drinking until I turned twenty one. I was a good little I was a good little kid. Oh my god, you suck. I know. I well, know. I mean, also, I don't know if this is gonna get my mom arrested. So good luck, mom. I was but gonna like, say, I, I think that at this point, uh, it might be like past the um I can't remember what the when it's been too much time since the crime occurred. Oh, okay, good. Um also like I mean I was like I think I was thirteen or fourteen when I threw my first big party and like my mom just bought me all the alcohol. Like, my mom would just, like, supply all the booze. I would pay her for it. She'd buy me cigarettes. I'd pay her for it. And then she would just, like, either leave for the night or, like, just be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And we were... We, I, we threw very, like... I was resp- I was a responsible teenage partier. Like, you know, I cleaned up and no one... There was no fighting, you know. No one would, like, you know, would get into fights. We wouldn't break anything. We would just get really trashed and passed out. And when someone threw up, it always got cleaned up. Yeah. You know? Oh, except this one time, I think it was my... 
I think at this point I was an adult. It might have been my 21st birthday or my 20th birthday. I got up in the morning and went into my mom's room and started crying because I apparently just threw up all over myself while I was sleeping. Oh. So there was just vomit everywhere. And I was like, Mom, can you help me clean <laughs> It was bad. I That was the night that I, like, I have never blacked out like that before in my life. Like, my friend Chloe, shout out to Chloe, you fucking asshole. She told me the next day that I was just, like, I, like, like woke up in the middle of the night barfing, so she just went home. I was like, dude, you didn't help me. Dude. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Like, I could have died, and she was just like, oh, later. Like, I don't want to deal with this. Oof. <laughs> it just left me alone. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that was not fun. Don't do that, guys. Don't do that. Don't do it. No. So what were what were you doing as a little teenager? Just playing some video games, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's it was the um, me like having a routine when I came home from school, getting my homework done as soon as I got back, and then just oh like God. doing nothing for like the rest of the night. I'd watch Attack of the Show on G Four. Watched a lot of G Four. Um, on the weekends, I would be playing like a handheld, like a DS or a Game Boy Advance, and on the background, oh, yeah. I'd have some kind of marathon from Bravo or VH1 on, whether it was Top Chef or America's Next Top Model or um, what else would I have been watching? Um, I watched all those trashy reality shows like Rock of Love and um, Tila Flavor of Love and A Double Shot at Love with Tila Tequila. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, like, I had, like, a like a few friends where, like, there were some nights where, like, we would just, like, be on the phone and just vibing and talking about, like, nothing. Um, oh, my God. Do you remember three-way calling? That's exactly what we did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just have, like, two of your friends on the phone while you're just, like, sitting around doing nothing because none of you guys go went out. <laughs> um, well, you can't go to clubs, but... Well, it's like the it's like the introvert club where we didn't even go to each other's houses. We just stayed home. Wow, you had a blast, man. I just I was just like I don't know, just a chill teen. Like wow, my you feel like a my parents, parents dream. Yeah, no, my parents were like super chill with like I did whatever I wanted and then my other two siblings were the troublemakers. I was just going to ask you that like what kind of like like, did you ever... So you're the middle child, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So typically, the, like, the youngest is usually, not in all cases, is usually, like, not necessarily the smartest, but kind of the smartest because they see their other, like, their older siblings, like, either getting into trouble or, like, making these mistakes, so they, like, learn from that, and then yep. they know how to, like, do things without getting caught or, yep. like, do things, um, or, like, don't do things. Right. So, what did you, like, learn from your older sister? Uh, don't smoke, <laughs> A. <laughs> like, yeah. both, of my, both of my siblings are smokers, and I was just like, ew. Because, <laughs> like, like, it's that classic teen thing where it's like, you try to cover up your fucking cigarette smell with Bath and Body Works, like, mist sprays, and it just smells like ass. It makes <laughs> it worse. You it might as well smells smell. so yeah. fucking bad. Like, I have, like, very... Like, anytime that I, like, walk past, like, somebody wearing, like, a perfume or something while smoking, I just vivid. Like, it takes me all the way back because that's what 
their rooms smelled like. That's what yep. they smelled like. They tried to cover it up, but you weren't fooling anybody. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, come Teenagers on. They're so stupid. They're so dumb. Like, oh man. I remember one time I didn't try to, like, my mom knew I smoked cigarettes, but like one time I went outside to smoke weed and my mom came out and was like, what are you doing? And I like had like a packed, like, lit bowl pretty much i just put it in my hoodie pocket like it wasn't gonna smell like weed and i was like um i dropped something over on the other side of the pool so i went to go get it and she was like okay and i was like i'm gonna go over to my friend's house now and then like i wouldn't walk through the house i yeah. walked around the house and then got <laughs> in my truck and drove yeah. to my friend's house yeah <laughs> and then she texted me and she was like you're being really weird i'm like no i'm not <laughs> you're being no, weird. you're being weird. <laughs> so, like, it's like one of those things where it's like, as a teenager, like, obviously, you can smell that, but like, teenagers yeah. think that they can get away with it, right? Like, They're like, I'm being so sneaky. Like, they, yeah, I'm gonna spray this knew. Bath and Body Works on myself. Yeah. And they're never gonna smell the cigarettes. Yeah, like fucking ridiculous. Like, how dare you? Um, yeah, there was that. Like, I also just like did good in school and all of that so like it was just mostly like the the most important thing that i learned is that if i wasn't an asshole if i didn't do anything stupid i could do whatever i wanted and all that i wanted to do was like do three-way calling with my friends play video games i think at that point like i think early early teens slash tween years i was watching like wwe <laughs> like just just vibing like just chilling um, yeah dude yeah and that's like kind of how I lived like my life through college talking about like the teen times is interesting because like there's such like a vast like array of like what that encompasses because like you're usually like ending like junior high whatever and then all the way up to being like halfway through college usually um so it's like such like a wide a wide span of time like there's yeah. a lot there's a lot going on in there yeah, that's why I said, like, as a middle schooler, like, I was completely different as a high schooler. And then, like, even when you're in your early 20s, like, you're still kind of a fucking teenager. Oh, know? totally. Like, definitely. Especially, like, if you're a queer in your early 20s. Mm. If, if mm. you are a gay. Because, like, a lot of, um, a lot of, like, what you're talking about, like, that's what I was doing in my early 20s. Like, the partying and, and all of that. Um and like up until like my mid-20s and then like you know for you you said that you were already like kissing girls as a teen um which like i like later teen for me kissing like anybody i was like i think i had my first kiss <laughs> at 18 anybody. like at 18 well it's responsible you don't get pregnant that way yeah you don't get pregnant that way well i never i've never kissed like somebody who identifies who ha had at that point identified as like a man either way yeah Either way, man. That's how you don't get pregnant. Just don't kiss anybody until you're 18. Anybody. Just, yeah. just, yeah, you wait, you wait until you're Kissing 18. leads to, to pregnancy. I mean, maybe. It's just that's a very slippery slope argument there. Did you know that you can get pregnant from a toilet seat? Didn't you say that you thought kissing can get you pregnant when you were, like, little? Like, you thought... Someone no. said that when they were, like, a little... Like, not necessarily, like, a little, little kid, but, like, bef like elementary school, they thought that, like, ki like kissing... Like you can get pregnant from kissing. I don't know who said that. I was gonna that. say that definitely wasn't me, but I'm huh. curious if it was somebody that we brought on the pod. On the pod. 
I'm actually curious about that now. My back hurts. Sorry, I'm like trying to. I'm not in a chair. I don't have the luxury of having a chair like you do. That's because this is my gamer seat for when I game with my friends on the internet. <laughs> I literally game like in my bed, propped up with pillows. Yeah, I'm either I'm either in here or I'm in the living room on the couch. Like, those are my gaming places. And then because I have the because I have a switch, I can game anywhere. <laughs> true that. Yeah. True that. True that. True. It's true. <clears throat> what is What's something that you believed as like a teen that you realize now is not true? Um Oh my god, like my whole life, everything. Um especially since I, I was culturally um repressed being where I was living, um extremely closed-minded. Um I was open to anything that like even like my taste in music like I know I talked about this before like I any sort of music that even resembled pop I was like this is fucking trash <laughs> like if it wasn't rock or classic rock which I think like led me to like have that weird time in my life where like I really liked Brandy Carlisle like the song the story but the rest of the album wasn't like rock enough yeah I kind of had that mindset of like that so I like I didn't revisit that until a couple years later but um I mean everything literally like I, I can't even I thought for the longest time that I had to be butch because that's what lesbians did like you know like you had to wear your cargo shorts and a wife beater yeah and I, I don't know. I can't even... That's a loaded question, Alex. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of ways you can go with it. For me, like, off the top of my head, I was like... I thought at this point, like, I would own a house. What a joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, if I stayed living where I was living, I, I probably could easily own a house by now because the cost of living is so cheap. Yeah. My friend Katie. Shout out to Katie. She's getting married in two weeks. Um she i'm pretty sure she bought her house which is a duplex so it's basically two houses for mm -hmm. like i don't know i think she's like thirty thousand dollars like what wild like my truck is more expensive than that yeah insane like the cost of living there is so fucking cheap yeah so you can just like buy a house for like nothing mm -hmm. it blows my mind yeah like blows my fucking mind yeah but then again like you just said though like what is there to do right yeah. yeah exactly that's like the cost of living is so cheap because no one wants to fucking live there yeah and like you don't really make i mean you can get some jobs but there's not a whole lot of like career opportunities to make a lot of money there for sure yeah so it's like a shitty i don't know it's just shitty but um yeah i don't know i that just everything about life that I thought I knew like is just out the window mm -hmm. yeah I, I mean for me like I like only realized I was some semblance of like being queer like at 13 14 like mm -hmm. it's when I was first aware of it there are plenty listen looking back plenty of signs it makes yes. a lot of sense but like that was like one thing where I was just like oh I think I like like girls too and I was like oh no I only like <laughs> yeah I think it's funny because I, I also went through that phase too of like oh I might be bi I think I'm bi then I was like no I'm definitely just gay yeah 
So did you have any like who like what was your who was the first like gay person that you knew or that you were like introduced to as like oh my god like a real gay person like in my real life yes Ooh. um Tegan and Sarah I think it was I think it was Tegan and Sarah like that you like, actually met yeah like I I it's hard because like I'm trying to think of like people who like Tegan and Sarah would have been like up there for me because I was like relatively young when I met them but like also mm-hmm. I think at that point like I also knew other queer people because at that point I would have started dating I think I think the like first gay people that like I was like friends with and was aware that were gay would probably be like high school maybe like the thing is that no one was out out yeah. like no one said like I am gay um but like there were people that like you know like my age that were queer slash I thought were queer uh and I love seeing like recently like within the last like week or so somebody that I went to high school with and somebody who uh was a family friend like they got engaged to each other yeah (laughs) nice yeah so just like seeing that I was like oh we used to like like as like a little kid like we used to like hang out and stuff I I thought that like she might be like me but I was like I don't know I wasn't sure yeah um actually for both of them that goes for both of them um yeah i think i think um like first awareness of queerness would have been like tegan and sarah and then first like people in real life that i was like friends with would have been like when i was like six, fifteen, sixteen. 15 16 noise isn't yeah. it like it's like weird i don't know big again because where i lived and how like shitty it is like, I remember my aunt visiting from Australia, and it was always the same, like, oh, well, you know she's a lesbian. And, like, I always felt really uncomfortable about it. Like, mm-hmm. it was always just, like, a weird thing that it was just so, like, I don't know. Like, I, I was not comfortable with it, but only because I wasn't taught to be comfortable with it, you know? Right, yeah. Um, So I remember, like, that was my first, like, person I'm pretty sure that like I knew and like that I met that was a flavor of queer and then um I think after that it was just like high school um my first quote-unquote girlfriend we never actually dated but we were fucking dating um she was she was queer she was bi um and then I just started like dating her and then I didn't really have like a any queer friends or like gay friends until my second girlfriend was like out and stuff so like if it's different when they're out and living their life yeah and then after that I really didn't have any gay not necessarily representation but gay exposure until I moved to New Hampshire and my cousin Amanda like um had been out and everything and I was like wow someone who's gay too like this is so yeah. cool like you're out and I'm out and like we're both gay and like this is awesome like neither one of us has like or you know we're both like gold star lesbians and like this is so cool mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know it's reassuring to have that exposure but yeah. I, I didn't move here until I was like I don't know the first time I moved here I was 19 Mm-hmm. So, like, to not even, to like, know really another gay person that was, like, out like that until 19 is, like, I don't know. Too yeah. fucking old. I don't know. I mean, like, 
by today's standards probably but like yeah i mean you know from like when we were growing up like internet still happening like like while their internet did exist it just wasn't like as fast a b had as many like resources um and then also just like you know there has been like a lot of progress and a lot of change over the last like two decades right um in terms of like queerness and queer representation um so like i think that like for people within like our demo like our demographic um i think it makes sense right like yeah like i said like i didn't know meet a gay person until i was like 15 that i was like aware like oh i think that they're gay yeah they is gay they is gay they is still gay i was right (laughs) gay as in they oh shit gay as in they is gay Mm -hmm. that's too much of words from a mouth for my mouth hole to say ew (laughs) ew (laughs) the Um, hole in my face yeah um man i'm like trying to think through so one thing that was funny that um as an adult um so one of my friends from from high school um we had caught up within the last couple of years because she was living like kind of close by um so like i went to lunch with her and her boyfriend and we were talking and she was like she's like did you have a crush on me like because we we were like really close like we were best friends and i was like no shockingly enough no and she was like yeah a lot of people thought that you did and i was like i actually didn't i mean nothing against you i just like for me for me like i i can very clearly like draw that line where i'm like yeah this is a friend um where i've had i've had some situations where they're like oh i just want to be friends and i'm like okay and then they're like why aren't you trying to like kiss me right now and i'm like the fuck are you talking about you said friends you said friends and i'm i was respecting that friends don't kiss friends unless they're not just friends yeah that's what i like i was like you said that you didn't think that we could date that's fine not kissing <laughs> like okay so i just lied a little bit when i said friends don't kiss friends unless they're not just friends i mean th- yeah like there's like it's a little bit more like wishy-washy like yeah that that, that is a thing like friends with benefits slash like some friends just do that like that's and that's totally fine but like at that point in my mind like in my understanding i was like i drew this really nice boundary because i want to respect you as a person Mm -hmm. but now you're wondering why i'm not making out with you what do you mean (laughs) this is why i hate everybody alex i i don't i don't hate this person i don't hate this person i was just like very much taken aback because i had made that mental boundary and i wanted to respect them yeah like hey and you're uh you're fucking this up for me bro so stop it 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 is different when like so that's like the situation like with my first quote-unquote girlfriend that's kind of the same situation that i had in a sense like she specifically told me that she didn't want to date me and that like i don't know like we weren't dating and she made it clear that we were just friends but then like we would like party and get drunk and stuff and she would like expect like something to happen and it's like right it's like yeah like she would instigate it too and it's like okay but like i've had a few of those yeah so yeah i I get that like i totally get that where it's just like what are you like doing like are we friends or are we like 
that like uh, yeah it's just a yeah it's big, like messy... we're not da- we're not dating why aren't you kissing me right now and it's like because we're not dating <laughs> yeah <laughs> which yeah, like i, I mean that. yeah no people who are like that just like don't understand what they want uh they really don't or they like maybe their, their definition of friends is a little bit different which like listen i respect all sorts of different relationships but like clear communication is also important where like expectations yeah. do need to be set where like maybe yeah. your definition of friends is like sometimes you like make out or whatever but like maybe my definition of friends is that we don't do that <laughs> yeah like have that be a like spoken right words it just like reminds me of like so like my friends that i've had from back home we have been friends actually i'm gonna hang out with them next weekend and then when i'm just getting married the weekend after but um they have been my friends easily over 20 years which is mm-hmm. a gross for me to say because that's a long time to be friends with somebody i mean that's and only I... half of your life considering you're 50 <laughs> shut up <laughs> i just i don't feel like i'm old enough to be able to say that i've had friends for 20 years but we have been friends for 20 20 plus years yeah um and when we were teenagers or you know like 14 so i don't know what grade that is like freshman 14 year would high be like school. yeah it'd probably be like freshman year yeah like we would party and like i made out with all of my friends Mm -hmm. all the time and they're all straight just like why not hey let's make out that's like the ideal time to be smooching a lot of people yeah at 14 and you're fucking trashed and you're just making out with all your friends not a big deal no one ever and it wasn't like a line that we crossed it wasn't a big deal we weren't like oh are we dating now it wasn't at all like that it was just like we and we didn't even have to like make it a verbal thing about it it was just like we're gonna make out and then that's it like it was just a thing yeah and that's what teenagers do i guess i don't know yeah you just reminded me that um one time uh in high school somebody did approach me and asked like if i liked girls and like i panicked and said no lied um because at that point like i was i was very well aware and i this person who asked me um is queer um it was actually like so there were it was a queer couple who won uh prom king and queen uh at my i actually like didn't give my high school enough credit but like yeah that that was our our prom king and queen were both uh, at that point identifying as women um and so one of one of them had like approached me being like do you like girls and i was like no <laughs> um, and then ran away <laughs> ba- basically yeah but like um and like at the, like at this even even now still like what if I had said yes like how would the trajectory of my life been different because it would have been very different because I'm curious yeah. if she was asking because she like liked me or if it was like because she was queer like she's queer, um, or whatever and like that could have like changed probably like literally everything, um. But yeah. I was not ready. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just like. Because, like, I knew I was queer, and then, like, I also had those things where, like, my some of my family members would be like, are you a lesbian? And I'd be like, I'm not gay, I'm not a lesbian, no. Like, yeah. and it was so scary, and, like, you didn't, like, because society was even worse back then, where, you know, it's, or if you have a family like mine, that they're all, like, ignorant assholes, um to be different like that or to be it, it was it was considered a, like a bad thing you know right yeah it was even, like 
terrifying. Yeah. Even if they said things like, I remember my aunt, when aunt was like, well, it's okay. Like, if you, like, you know, if you are, like, it's okay. Like, even when they say that, like, it's still, like, a negative thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you have to be ready. Like, I I don't care how supportive you're going to be. Like, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. Because, like, there's so much going on, like, internally at that point where you're just, like, you know, if I tell this one person, more than likely they're going to tell all of these other people. And at that point, there's there's no going back. Like, mm-hmm. or at least it's very difficult to roll something back if you're not 100% sure. And like, <clears throat> you know, sorry, I think it was I think it was this episode or maybe it was last episode. Where we were like, we don't we don't give a shit <laughs> how you identify, but yeah. we will su- be supportive. Um but other people do give a shit. But other people do give a shit. Like, other people, you know, make it their own business, take it personally. Like, especially if it's family. There are some mm-hmm. families who are just not equipped to to handle, like, a queer person in their, in their midst. Mm-hmm. Like, for some, for some people, it's like, I've never met a gay person, which is wild to me, considering how many queer people I know now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... It is. It's it's scary, especially since like at that point, you know, we're taught that like your entire family could abandon you if they don't agree with you being queer. Like that mm-hmm. was something that like we were taught. Um, and as a teenager, like that's scary because like if that's true, if your family would abandon you if you came out, you can't. You're a teenager. You can't support yourself. Like I mean, I did, but <laughs> I mean, but I'm thinking like if you came out at like 14. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, because, like, coming out at 18 is different than coming out at 14. Because yeah. at least at 18, you can, like, get a job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was working at 14. I had two yeah. jobs at 14, actually. And then um, I, as soon as I turned 18, I had my first apartment living by myself. Yeah. With my cats. Which I still have. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, you know what? Looking back in retrospect, I probably, I probably could have supported myself. I, if I quit school... I could have I could have supported myself. I could have worked full time and I totally would have. Yeah. But you can't get an apartment in your name. You can't get like an electric bill in your name at fourteen and stuff, you know, like Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Huh. Interesting. Now I'm yeah. like looking back on my life now and like what would have happened if like my family would have been like, nah, dude. Like, yeah, like my, my family, um, my my dad even says like we knew that you were different we just didn't know why (laughs) yeah like like that we just had that feeling about you um so they like they already knew like everybody by the time that i started like coming out to my family like they already knew and i yeah but you were also like a really like like i said before like you were like a like a like a parent's dream like you were like a good kid you know so it's like um and it sucks that that makes a difference. Well, for some families, that makes a difference. But, like, yeah. other families, it doesn't matter. You can be the best child. You can be respectful and have good grades and, you know, just shut up and do your homework, but be gay. And that's still, like... But I think at that point, it's just an unspoken thing. They just don't talk about it. They're like, well, they're a good kid, so we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah. And, like, I know people whose, you know, families have been like that. Yeah. Um, and things have changed. Um for the for the families I'm thinking about, um, but yeah, being being gay was a little bit scarier back then, and I hope that people uh, 
I hope you teens are having a good gay time. I'm so jealous of teens now because like, oh my and God, we've talked right? about this before. We've talked about this so many times before where I'm like, look at all of this like queer representation you have. And I'm sure that if you are a teen right now, you know a gay person. You know at least yeah. one queer person. Like, yeah. yeah. That's like when I brought those teens to Pride, like one of them is 12 and the other one is like 15 or something. And I was like, dude, I didn't go to my first Pride until I was like 26 years old. Yeah, I yeah. Like I think I was I like around, around the same age, yeah. Yeah, imagine like going to a pride event at 12, like that must be so fucking cool. It must feel awesome like to be around, especially <laughs> being a queer 12-year-old, like yeah. to experience all that acceptance in one place. I even went to um shout out to Chris Cosmetics in Manchester. Um, Travis, I love you, but the owner's son basically like manages the the store, the studio, and he went to um, Queen City Pride last this past year, this past summer, um, and he said that that was his first Pride, and he it's got to be in his twenties, mm-hmm. and even as someone you know at his age who's older, he said it was very overwhelming for him to just walking up to the event and automatically feeling that positive embracing energy mm-hmm. like as an adult that feels great but like I cannot imagine that as a child like as a kid as a teenager like that must yeah. have been so fucking cool I'm jealous that I didn't get to experience that until I was 26 yeah yeah it's um it's one of those things where like I'm, I'm glad it's this way but um, I man, I wish I could be part of it because my grand so my grandmother, uh, one of my one of my grandparents, like <laughs> likes to claim that like at the age of like eight or twelve or whatever that she had like taken me to like some sort of like not a pride parade but like to an event in Boston where she would point out the gay people and I'm like grandma that's not that helpful <laughs> and I don't remember any of this uh, like I understand that you're trying to be supportive and claiming that you've been supporting me this entire time but boy howdy I do not remember (laughs) yeah like I don't think it really made that much of an impact to me (laughs) that's really funny I know shout out to grandma shout out to grandma she was one of those people that did say like oh like if you were gay I would support you no matter what which at that point like I was like half out and I was like fine (laughs) oh yeah she's the one who like made you come out (laughs) yeah I'm like and I'm currently so you just reminded me um and this happened when we hadn't recorded yet um the very important news of the dissolution like like the this like the dissolving of boston pride yes which yes. like i'm gonna i'm gonna read the statement now because you reminded me of um so the org that hosts the dyke march they're doing basically everything but the marching part in october and i want to uh, promote oh, that okay. um i'm gonna pull up the event but let me read um the the god i i both think that this is like funny that they did this but in like a oh you guys are a bunch of fucking assholes way um because like instead of giving over resources to the already existing queer organizations in the boston area they just were like we're basically the shit kid that like is like i'm packing up my like basketball and i'm going home yeah um just so shitty um so here is the statement from the former boston pride board of directors um all right to our community. For years, we have volunteered our time with Boston Pride because we care about and are passionate about the LGBTQIA community. 
We strive to foster. I know, bullshit. Um, we strive to foster an environment of diversity, bullshit, and unity, bullshit, bullshit. within our organization and the community. Over the past 50 years, Boston Pride has facilitated programs and events that have changed our society and promoted equality, but we know there is still work to be done. Over the past year, we have invested time and energy to address the concerns of the community. Bullshit. Bullshit. Both with our diversity, equity, inclusion, and access work with Dorrington and Saunders, and by forming the Transformation Advisory Committee comprised of members of the LGBTQIA community to help bring change to our organization. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, we are grateful Shit. for all who have been involved in this process. It is clear to us that our community needs and wants change without the involvement of Boston Pride. True. <laughs> yep. Uh, we have heard the concerns of the QTBIPOC community and others. We care too much to stand in the way. That's such bullshit. Like, that is such fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, uh, therefore, Boston Pride is dissolving. There will be no further events or programming planned, and the board is taking steps to close down the organization. We know many people care about Pride in Boston, and we encourage them to continue the work. By making the decision to close down, we hope new leaders will emerge from the community to lead the Pride movement in Boston. Uh, this decision was made with a heavy heart out of love and hope for a better future. They're such Bullshit. assholes. Like, they're such assholes that, like, they're like, oh, we we took steps to, to not give up our power, give it over to the people who are, like, running the grassroots shit, and so we're gonna dissolve. It would take all of our resources with us. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. They're like... Oh, you guys are bullying us? Okay, well, then we're just gonna give up. Uh, you guys don't get pride. Fuck you. Yeah, which, like, listen, I'm actually pretty stoked that, like, it'll be, um, like, it's, it'll be just, it'll be pride, like, without, I think that it's gonna be, like, less corporations, like, I'm just, like, really hoping that nobody, like, tries to be, like, we're gonna throw the parade now, and it's, like, some organization that just, like, sprang up out of nowhere. It's um, gonna be, like, Walmart. Yeah, Walmart's like, I, like, like hey I hope guys. that's not, <laughs> that's not what happens, but, um, but, yeah, like, you know, um, yeah, I, um, I really just, like, want there to be more programming that is like actually done by the people in the community um so i'm yeah. gonna like let me get to that event um because like the trans resistance march was fantastic like it was great like that is what pride should be which is like us marching in support of other portions of like the queer umbrella yeah um like that's that's what i that's what i like that's what i want um, and okay, it's so going to be in October, which is what you wanted all along for Pride. They heard me. <laughs> they care. They want me to wear my layers. Um, but yeah, so uh, Boston Dyke Fest. Uh, so community, music, poetry, fire eating, and solidarity. Oh. <laughs> Love that. Um, everything but the March. So it's Saturday, October 2nd at Boston Common. Uh, get hype. Show up. Donate if you can support our our local orgs because boston pride couldn't fucking hang because <laughs> boston pride is no longer fuck them fuck them fuck them anything do you have anything you want to promote <laughs> um um no i just got i just i just want people to stay gay i just want people to stay gay too yeah that's all okay that's a, that's uh, should we should we tell people where to find us before we tell them to stay gay again uh, sure uh you know what you're gonna, you're gonna email us at uh, gayismpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a message at anchor.fm slash gayisin. You heard it here from the gays. And now you gotta 
Stay gay. Stay gay. Hit deuces, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Good day, sirs and Uh, madams and whatever else you want to identify as. In-betweeners.